When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Stars in Your Ears, coming to you live from a boating lake in the park. I'm here with Rob. Hello. And about three feet away from us in their own vessel are Kitch and, of course, Jazz. Hiya. Try to keep up a steady rhythm, guys. Push, two, three, four. Rest, two, three, four. Oh, my thighs are burning. Oh, and we're in those pedalos shaped like massive ducks. Yeah, we are. Now, I know I said I wanted the classic square bow punt from the shop, but you know what? These duck pedalos are great fun. Quite agree, Michael. We are getting a few stares, though. Oh, that's because they probably recognise me from Spitting Image. But it's only a voice on Spitting Image. Yeah, but I've written Star of Spitting Image. Jess Robinson is driving this pedalo in red on the back. <laughs> you really shouldn't have done that. It's fine. It's paint. It'll come off. It already is. It's running into the water. It looks like you've massacred a flock of waterfowl. Oh, I think I did hit a mother swan earlier. Oh, the Queen won't be pleased. Yeah, you'd better watch out. I heard she can break a man's arm. Who, the Queen? Oh, yeah. And she's very territorial during mating season. I think you've got that mixed up. Right, let's get this done before we cause a scene. <clears throat> Please join me in welcoming the woman of a thousand voices, currently being tailed by a very angry swan widower. It's comedian, singer, impressionist. Don't forget this. You want me to read what's on the back of the pedalo? Yep. Okay. Stay off spunking Imho. Oh, it really is coming off, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's Jess Robinson. And I pedal hard And I pray we'll keep afloat Good job, i got armbands Welcome to the show You're gonna hear stars in your ears There's no better place to go If you wanna get stars in your ears Stars in your ears Stars, stars, in your ears Stars in your ears Hey, lovely stuff, boys. Yeah, thanks, man. Oh, it's so relaxing, this, isn't it? Just slowly pedalling along at one with nature. Is that man over there weeing in the lake? Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, oh, steer away, Kitch. He's pissing off the oh, sign I painted. Right yeah, it now reads slag of sporty inbred with a sort of yellow shadowing effect. That font is all over the place. It's like a combination of comic sounds and dingbats. Oh, quick! Kitch, steer back, steer back. He's throwing us bread. Oh, nice one. Oh, I need some for my soup. Hey, Jess, we should have a race. Yeah! Go, go, go! go. Are they racing us, Michael? This is not a good idea. It would be entirely inappropriate to race here. Like that Oxford and Cambridge boat race Yes! Oh, so it's fine for a bunch of upper-class Etonians to do it, but not me. Just because I eat soup from a shoe. Do you, though? Sometimes... It's a bugger for the microwave! We can talk about this later, but yes, it's inappropriate! 
We're in peddlers shaped like ducks. We sure are. And we're going to have a duck race. Ready? Three, two, one, go! Jess, oh, stop it! Never! First one to that boathouse wins. Go on. I'm going to get you, Jess. Oh, stop it! Why, why did I put you in charge of the pedals? Oh, God, Rob, so fast. They're gaining on us. Jess, do something! What happens if I press this button marked Turbo Boost? <laughs> Too fast! This is not Lake Coniston. Oh, we're falling behind them. I'm pressing the Turbo Boost, too. <laughs> They're gaining on us, Kitch. Do something! Oh, like what? I don't know. Have you got any soup in your shoes? No, but I've got this tin in my pocket, though. Great! Throw it at them. Are you sure? Yes. Take Michael out. Go nuclear. All right. <gasps> Grenade. Ah! Not so fast. <laughs> Luckily, it bounced off the towelling sweatband on my forehead. And hit the pedalo. Oh, my God. The walls have been breached. We're gaining water. Life jackets out, men. I'd just like to take this moment to thank you all for your brave service. Your queen and country thank you. You will be remembered. It's a better thing to go down fighting as a hero than splashing about in armbands like a ninny. Is that you underscoring this, Rob? Oh, I had my guitar handy. Oh, and one more thing. What? We're sinking! I got them. Great! Let me have a look. Jess, keep your eyes on the road. No, not the road. I mean the water. No, no eyes on the water. I've just remembered. I can't swim! Well, I thought you had your 25-metre swimming badge. I wear it for show. <laughs> Jess, eyes on the water. Come on. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I just need to Instagram story this. Oh, the podcast fans love to see Michael looking stupid. How'd you do a boomerang? Jess, look, <laughs> eyes ahead. Why? Because we're going to crash into that bloody boathouse. What? <laughs> are you all right? Yeah, we were going two miles an hour. Oh, look. The other boys are fine too. Yeah, it was really shallow. But I didn't know that. And neither did you, Jessica Cornelius Regina Robinson. Thank you for filming me while I was drowning. Now that's completely rinsed out my leave-in conditioner. Do you want me to have a complete frizz out? Yes, I do. Oh, and look at the filter I used. You're a doggy. Woof, woof. <laughs> did you do any damage to that boathouse? Um, I, I don't think so. Oh, there is a bit there, though. Do you reckon that bit holds the whole thing together? Which bit? This bit. Just here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't think the owner's going to be very happy. No. Do you reckon they'll know it's us? Nope. Your pedalo now says, stub of jizzing. There's no evidence it's you. I left loads of signed pictures in there, though. Oh, great. Uh-oh, I think that's the owner. Looks like they're wading towards us. They don't look happy. But they do look like... Oh, my God! She's a 
Did the information from Wikipedia hold up? That was sublime. (laughs) I I mean, I feel sort of like the effort that's gone into that and the talent. But simultaneously, sort of mildly stalked. <laughs> not by you, not by you, but because by it's absolutely the job of people writing about people to look at their Wikipedia page. But it's only recently, so I did an interview recently, and they said, and they got in touch afterwards, a nice interview, and they got in touch. And said, oh, can I just quickly check if um, everything on your Wikipedia is true? And I was like, I haven't got a Wikipedia. And they were like, Oh, you have. And I just looked at it, and I was like, Oh, that is horribly accurate. Where did they get the information from? Well, this is it. Whoever's put it together has used... It's just sort of really well-researched it. And it's the, the worst thing about it is it, all of that information is entirely my fault from being such a massive big mouth on podcasts, mainly on podcasts. But I just, I've basically told the world everything. I'd be so easy to clone. Yeah. It's, I've got no one but myself to blame for the fact that there's an enormous amount of incredibly accurate data about me in the world. What haven't you said on a podcast yet that you can reveal now that we can add to your Wikipedia page after this? Oh, God, that's absolutely brilliant question. I have got Thank a few. you. I've had wine. <laughs> Oh, Tess, I love you. Um, Should I do an enormous, genuine reveal? Confession reveal? I've just been waiting for the right time to reveal. So for context, if you've never heard of me, I've got a podcast called Hoovering that's evolved over the years. It's about eating and it's evolved to be fiercely anti-diet. That's my brand, if I have one at all. Like, it's very much my noise. Some time ago, at the beginning of my comedy career... Mm -hmm. A decade or so ago, I did a voiceover for uh, um, weight loss tablets. <gasps> no! <laughs> and I am um, shocking. Wow. Yeah. That's great. That's like as bad as it gets. That's basically, it was the most money I've ever been paid for anything, but there it is. It's out in the world. Ooh, very God. good. They'll be gunning now. They'll be there with pitchforks. As long as I got sausages on them, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most shameful thing I've ever done. I think that's bad. I think that's worse. For me, that's worse than having done like a gambling advert or a... Foxy bingo. Foxy bingo. (laughs) Listen, we've got to do it. We've got to do these things. Um, Jess, I'm so, so sorry that we we crashed into your boathouse. It was 100% Michael's fault. So sorry. How are you, Jess? How have you been doing through, well, generally 2020 since I last saw you? How have you been? I mean, where do we start? (laughs) There's not one answer to that. (laughs) Um, In this moment right now, I am functioning. Well, that is excellent. That is excellent. I am absolutely functioning. Um, No, I'm good, you know. I objectively have nothing to complain about and an enormous amount of gratitude for where I'm at in the universe. But that's not to say I don't have the odd day where I cry and cry and cry about nothing. (laughs) I think that's what 2020 is all about, actually, isn't it? The sort of really facing your real ups and your real downs. What do you... Do you listen to any particular music to get you through it? Or do people's voices bring you comfort or, you know, G you up or anything like that? Absolutely, yeah. So every morning I listen to um, Six Music. Yeah. Um, and I especially like it once Lauren Laverne comes on. Oh, I love yes. her voice. Yes. And her music that she chooses. I have 
discovered I've enjoyed some incredible music at the moment and I've taken more time than I would usually to listen to music when I'm walking or just taking time out just to listen to music. Historically, I'd only really listen to music or podcasts, actually, and when I'm driving, and I'm just not doing that as much, obviously, so I've had to find new times for those things, and it's been lush to do that. Um, nice. I've had two obsessions. My most recent obsessions have been with an album, a new album by Saint Saviour called Tomorrow Again, which is Ooh, just beautiful. Okay. I'm making a note of that. And um, also, I, through a TV programme, discovered a band called First Vows, who, Mm. like, they have some songs that I find exquisite and then some of these sound like Robbie Williams. (laughs) So they're really throwing me around. (laughs) That's brilliant. I remember seeing... um, I I have a love for Robbie Williams ever since I saw a uh, Spanish tribute act do Robbie Williams in um, (laughs) Sonbu, which was a tiny little resort in Menorca. Oh, my God. It was exactly like Robbie Williams, but with a really thick Spanish accent, and it just brings oh back those incredible memories now. Oh, I want you! To, I want you to do that. Oh, if anyone's going to bring that to life, Jess. No, it's just really racist <laughs> if I do it. Um, can you do any impressions or accents or anything? I can do some accents. I wouldn't go so far as to say impressions. I used to be. Yeah. I used to have accent offs with my friend Gemma at school. Did you? Yeah. And I Which win. accents were your were your go to favourites? But you see that Glaswegian's probably one of my best. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I find that it weird good. to do it with headphones on. I'm already at that. That's very good. Um, That's brilliant. That's like a sexy Nicola Sturgeon right there. <laughs> really who knew that sexier. those things were going the same sentence together? I can do I can do a Southern Irish accent pretty confidently. I could talk for a while with a Southern Irish accent. I had to work That's quite a lot harder to get. Um, a Northern Irish accent, which I sort of have to, I have to still have to get into with a few words. Go on. Like, um, no, yet, when, no, are partial for about an hour. I am, um, when I was at university, I sat next in my, le- of my lectures, um, to a, a Northern Irish woman who said, uh, we had a lecturer called Declan Droach, and she said, there comes Declan Roach. He's dead innocent. He's dead sweet. I want to caress him. <laughs> <laughs> so I can basically do that accent if I'm doing an impression of her, but not at any other time. <laughs> um, I can do an Australian accent, all right? Um, yeah. You've got a lot. That's a lot, I can yeah. probably do like a, an American accent well enough to get a few tiny one scene parts hey you have got the best accents but you know what your voice has got such a beautiful tone and depth to it Mm. I would never be able to do an impression of you because I think your voice would be too low for me oh really yeah I mean to be honest the downside of that Jess which you'll never have experienced is that Back in the day when you used to have phone calls more often than face-to-face things, um, quite regularly it would be assumed that it was someone called Jeff ringing. (laughs) 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 Really? So it's all good and well, but also really annoying. No, you've got something of the Mariella Frostrup about you, or a bit Joanna Lumley, but uh, that's very funny. Did you ever use that to your advantage? Did you ever do any pranks as a bloke? No. Oh, I could only do Joe Pasquale. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Honey, listen close. 
close. Listen close, Cause baby. this is where I really need ya. I need ya. If this is your bag, then give us a tag and post on your social media. Please rate us, validate us, show us how much you care. Hit subscribe, give us stars out of five, and don't forget to share. Yeah, thanks. You had the most brilliant Edinburgh run. We all came to see you. I saw you twice. I brought my oh. mum to see your show because I thought it was very important that she heard <laughs> that it was okay not to diet and things like that. But um, Hench, you talk about the conversations you have with your mum in that. Yeah. And I remember you uh, doing her her mm-hmm. character in quite a wafty way yeah, and she was talking about wafty. her Nordic walking and stuff yeah. how similar are your voices in real life so she's it's exaggerated sure but it to me like I don't mind as long as I've got like the essence of her and I think why she hates it is because I have like she <laughs> she's also it's it's very sort of um it's an easy trope, but she does come out with an incredible amount of malaprop. Just yesterday we spoke, and I've asked for... My coffee machine's broken, so I've asked for a coffee maker of some sort for Christmas, and she said, oh, you'll have to um, just send me a link. I know it's so uninvented, but just send me a link, because I don't know where to start. Everything out there are those ones with the little capsules, you know, and you don't want that, do you, where you put the little pod in? And I said, no, 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 and she went, you know, the Teslas. And I was like, um... <laughs> Do you mean Nespresso? And she went, no, they're Teslas. And I was like, oh, right. And that's why I love her, because she it's not just... She's quite posh. She's not as posh as I'm making her sound, but she's not as not posh as me. But also, when she's fucked something up like that, she doubles down. Um, and sort of sticks with it for life. She's still... She's she's now, for a good 20 years, called Focaccia. Focaccia. And um, she brought me out and a lot of people this happens to lots of people once they get older and menopausal but my mum's always done this and she brought me up and it wasn't until I got to uni that I got so bullied that I would say I couldn't pronounce cafetiere um, and a university friends had to train me by going cafe Thierry on me cafe Thierry on me because she brought me up to call it a cafetier Love it. I called the word um, spatula, spatula, for quite a, a few years. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, you've that's got to use lovely. the spatula to get the biscuits out. But right. that's, oh, she's brilliant. Yeah, she is. And so, because you also talk about your son a lot mm. you, and you bring him to life. What, have he, has he said any funny things recently? And is he changing as, as he grows or is he still... I think you call him your sexist baby. <laughs> yeah, he is really sexist. Um, yeah, he's said some amazing sexist things recently, actually. Um, oh, yeah? Over lockdown, he's been learning about... He's just turned five. It's not so much sexist as very arrogant, but, like, it's just that accident. He's not at all, like, and actually, you know, it's lovely to make comedy out of because there's stuff that kids come out with before they've learned, I suppose, just sort of social norms and also the things he does and doesn't choose to lie about. Like, So just started school and I said a few days in, did you, so did you make any friends today? And he went, I didn't have time for that. <laughs> and I went, oh, And then I went, all right. And then a bit later he went, I spoke to one kid, but he could only count to 60, so. <laughs> oh, my God. You're gonna die alone. Anyway, everyone wants their kids to be confident, but I want mine to be a bit less confident. Now, the most sexist things he said were he's learning about the body, right? Mm-hmm. We've got these books about the body. The absolute doozies were at one point he said to me, All I ask is that you find a man, do the work, and get a baby in that tummy. Um, 
Amazing. <laughs> and, um, oh, and wow. he, we were eating gherkins and he said, are these tangy ones good for you? And I said, yeah, I think so. I think tangy stuff's like fermented stuff's maybe good for your gut. And he went, well, I hope while you're eating, you're thinking about whether or not it's good for your womb. Why <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. How how's the relationship between him and your mum? She worships him. <laughs> really? Yeah. She has always thought that the sun has shone out of his ass in a way that has blown <laughs> my mind. But well, I used to be stand up about it. He my favourite one ever, she said to me, he said she once, when he was a tiny little baby, was like three months old, couldn't even sit up, staring at a light bulb, like gormlessly <laughs> ogling an eyeball, a light bulb dribbling and she went I think it's going to be really musical <laughs> <laughs> so they got like a house on film that is amazing <laughs> she's probably the reason he's got so arrogant <laughs> yeah. thinking about your own voice mm. do you think your voice matches the person that you are inside do you think it's representative of who you are I do now yeah yeah. I think it's taken a long time. <laughs> also, I think I still have many voices. Yeah, do you change it, who you're talking to? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, less so than I have over time. So I know, I remember, the, I don't know if you've, oh, I don't know if you'll have ever had this, but like, I do remember um, listening, you know, the first, in early years of doing stand-up, listening to it back and yeah. hating it. Hating how different I sounded from gig to gig. And I think I was literally working out, you know, I just didn't really know who I was or what I was doing yet. And so sort of trying on lots of, not just different voices, but different personalities. I think that's quite part of the course, actually. And maybe it did take me a weirdly long time, but at some point in my mid-30s, everything just sort of clicked. And I think it's part of our humanity a socialised, gregarious creature. Yeah. There's some variance in how we talk depending on who we're talking to. I don't yeah. think there's anything mm. wrong with that. I think mirroring is like an absolute thing that we do. Ultimately, there's no doubt that my voice ups and downs in terms of um, how Queen's English is. But I think I do, I think I have a way of speaking that is the way of speaking. And I think it's taken me a decade to speak on stage like I speak in live or even on podcasts. That's really mm. interesting. Have you always had a, a low voice? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a bit... So my mum has quite a deep voice, not as deep as mine, but uh, my mum has a deep voice and a cousin as well who's got slight... Yeah, I think it's... I think some women in my family have a deep voice. And mine's the deepest of them all. I love it. I love it. It's so distinctive. It's brilliant. You'd know exactly that it was you talking if, you know, when, when you hear... Jess Fosterkew on the radio, you know it's it's you before they say your name. And I think it meant I could get served when I was 15. (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay, so by combining your love of weightlifting and fitness and all things yummy, I would like you to now judge the band by their voices. (gasps) Okay, so they're each gonna say, I've got stars in my ears. And just from hearing their voice, I want you to tell me what sort of exercise or activity they'd be doing at your gym and then what sort of snack they'd have afterwards. Oh, lovely. <laughs> like okay. Okay, good. Who should we start with? Should we start? Let's start with Kitch. I've got stars in my ears. Oh, I think, Kitch, you're going to be doing something quite sort of bodybuildy. So you're going to be doing some hypertrophy, lots of high reps on a very tiny weight. <laughs> <laughs> you try and make yourself 
look really chiselled but not necessarily increase your strength. And afterwards, you're going to have um, a slice of really tart apple with some peanut butter on top. Oh, you know me so well. You know me so well. Me and that skier. Followed yeah. by some dips. We're, honestly, that is my that's my go-to workout. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well done. Okay, let's go for Rob now. I've got stars in my ears. Okay. There's so much humility in the way that you did that, Rob. <laughs> I think you're doing an entire Tough Mudder. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're following that up. I don't want to go for anything too alpha male for you, Rob. I'm gonna, you're going to follow okay. that up with an enormous prawn and avocado starter. <laughs> <laughs> How accurate is that, Rob? I mean, I'm very flattered that you think that I could do a tough mudder. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say that, yes, that's very accurate. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Okay, Michael Ralston. I've got stars in my ears. Yeah, that was lovely. I think you've done a half day introductory, uh, introduction to dance class at Pineapple Studios, (laughs) (laughs) which is exhausting, actually. So you, after that, had to have a massive, great big fuck-off steak. Right, right. Followed by a McFlurry. Do it, maybe, bitch. Okay. Oh, Michael. Yeah. Finishing with you, why don't you now present your special thing that you did? Well, yeah, so Jess asked me to write a song for this uh, for this podcast. And um, I, uh, I know you're a food lover and we're massive food lovers. Mm. And as the band will vouch, I'll put anything in my mouth once. So I, I was thinking about the time when you're in a restaurant, you know, and somebody says to you, are you going to have a starter or a main or a main and a dessert, right? Oh. I don't know about you, I'm always starter and main. I mean, it's like the rest is just mm-hmm. sugar, right? Right? So I felt this was, this was worth dealing with, you see. So uh, I've written a song. It's not suitable for vegetarians, but um, right. let, let's, let's play the track. of a fish finger sandwich makes your voice quavery and a cone of steaming chips makes the sun shine through if the notion of hearty soups or a tin of spaghetti hoops is enough to get your taste buds in a stew Peeling a mango feels like an act of bravery And a deep-filled pork pie's all you want in view If the mention of grilling cheese Can bring you to your knees Then, my friend, a life of savoury waits for you It's the salty stuff that brings the very spice of life So keep away those sticky, icky sweets A potato in any guise 
will quickly hypnotize And with a buttery knob it's a tempting tasty treat If enduring a cream egg feels like modern slavery And you'd rather have a hot night with chicken katsu If a tangerine makes you flip Then let's give fruit the slip Leave all that behind and bid kumquats adieu If an offer of strawberry jam Makes you misty-eyed for ham Welcome to a life of savoury There is no time to be wavery Yes, my friend, a life of savoury waits for you It's actually a word called wavery. That is a thing. So I checked. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Wavery. Wow. And I'm with you. Yeah. I take a starter over a poo Jess Foster Q, it is time for this week's Impressions Lesson. And by the way, podcast listeners, we love that you are learning along and sending in your clips. Jess, I thought it'd be fun to stay on theme today and maybe to teach you to mimic one of Britain's most loved... TV chefs and national institutions. So we are going to learn Ainsley Harriet. (laughs) Just a joke. It's going to be Mary Berry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) God, it's so funny sometimes. Okay, so I think Mary Berry's voice is so comforting and wholesome. You know, if if it if a sound could taste of anything. I think her voice would uh, taste of buttery, crumbly, freshly baked shortbread. Do you? Oh. I really do. Mm. I just really, really want Mary Berry to be my grandma. I just yeah. want it so much. Do you want her to be your grandma? I don't know. <laughs> you do. <laughs> do I? Yeah. Oh, I she'd do. be such a nice I'm grandma. To say I do. Let's start by getting her accent, uh, which is just very, very RP. So Julie Andrews is a good person to start with. Um, okay. This will come very easily to you. Just do your mother A E I O U. A E I O U. Oh, this is wonderful. The rain in Spain stays mainly on the plain. The rain in Spain stays mainly on the plain. Practically perfect people love to bake. Practically perfect people love to bake. Oh, Jesus, this is excellent. Very good. Jessica, I've baked you a birthday cake. Jessica, I've baked you a birthday cake. (laughs) Right, you're basically already there. This is excellent. So now the next thing to do is we've got to just age her up a little bit. So um, we'll, we'll lower the voice just a little bit and put a bit of breath through it, a little bit of huskiness, uh, so not so sing-song, a bit more like a female David Attenborough. So let's try, let's snuggle by the fire. Let's snuggle by the fire. You're my favourite grandchild. You're my favourite grandchild. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's very, very good. So now, the, the, the main thing we're going to do now is we've got to focus on Mary's consonants, her S's, her T's, they're a little bit wishy-washy, and her C's and her K's, K 
Hayes sound quite crunchy. Uh, she's a, there's a slight bit of sort of Sean Connery about her. Silky smooth. Silky smooth. Yes, crumble. Crumble. Yes, custard. Custard. Charge. Charge. Trifle. Trifle. <laughs> this is excellent. My bottom's getting soggier by the second. My bottom's getting soggier by the second. <laughs> this is excellent. Oh, Jessica, I'm so proud of you, my sweet girl. Jessica, I'm so proud of you, my sweet girl. This is excellent. Wonderful. Could you just try that last sentence on your own there, just as, as Mary Berry? I've lived a good life. You brought the warm sun into my autumn years and gave me a reason to bake. Mm. Sweet Jessie, I hereby leave my entire estate <laughs> to you. Let's <laughs> have a round of applause for Jess. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Jess, if people want to get more of you, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on all the social media as at Jessica Foster Q. I'm on there as myself. And I've got this podcast called Hoovering they can listen to as well if they want, if they like eating. Which is bloody brilliant. Mm. Is there anything you want to plug apart from Hoovering? Let's just stick with the old hoovering, I reckon, because that's the most sort of timeless thing. Who knows when the world will book? When the world does open back up, there'll be half a rescheduled tour to come and see. Oh, lovely. So, until then, please may listen to my podcast. Marvellous. Mm -hmm. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. um, Jess, you have been the most wonderful guest. Thank you for being so much fun. Thank You've you been for wonderful. having me. Thank what you so fun. much. You've been just gorgeous. Loads of fun. Oh, good. Um... I think it's time to give your Mary Berry an encore for our finale. It's time for our fantasy duet, duet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to choose from this special book. Uh, here we go. Royalty-free songs only your granny will know. Uh, rest in peace, <laughs> Granny Mary. Can you flick through this book and when I say stop, just shout out the, the song that you land on, okay? okay? Okay. Here you go. Ready, go. Stop! It's tea for two. <laughs> oh. Tea for two. Oh, that's appropriate. It is very appropriate, very fitting. Okay, so Jess, you're going to be Mary. Who should I be? Well, if I'm Mary, then you need to be Prue Leaf. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Off. All right. Shall we do it? Are you ready for this? I was born ready. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm just going to do my best. Listen, Deborah Francis White did it seven times. Everybody else just does it once and goes, yeah, that's the best you're going to get. But Deborah <laughs> had to stand up and she was practising it with her singing teacher, of course. Mm, so. She warmed up. Wow. Yeah. Deborah will, and Deborah will stop in the middle of live stand up and say, I'm going to say that joke again and you're going to laugh more. So, <laughs> so good on her. Yeah, honestly, don't worry. Everyone has their own way of doing yeah. stuff. But generally, okay. it's just like. Yeah, I like to do things badly once. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Then here we go. Do you fancy a sing song, Mary? Why not? You upon my knee. Just tea for two and two for tea. Just me for you and you for me. Oh no! What's going on? Hey, Prue, check this out. 
My sponge cake brings all the boys to the yard. Damn right, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I teach you what I have to charge. Oh, gosh. Oh, that really was quite exquisite. This feels a bit pedestrian now, doesn't it? Well, I can be modern too, Mary. Oh, go on then, cupcake. See if you can rise to the technical terms. <laughs> well, OK, bitch. I whisk my egg back and forth. 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 I get a wooden spoon and I go hard. Turn the oven right up. Whisk it real hard. I whisk it real hard. Real hard. I whisk it real hard. Goodness, Prue, that's so cursed you've given me a shoggy bottom. Yes, it was quite wonderful. Let's bring it home for the showstopper. We could have a bakery, a pie for you, a tart for me. Oh, can't you see how yummy? Can't you see how divine my dumpling? Can't, can't you see, see how scrumptious life would be? Well, I'd say it would be Oh, yes, Queen. It was lit AF. <laughs> It was a total joy to bring you Stars in Your Ears, featuring a ripe bunch of donuts, Jessington World of Adventures. On keys, it was Michael Hot Fudge Ralston. On drums, Jonathan Sugar Cookie Kitchen. On guitar, it was Rob Ladyfingers Lamont. Our scrumptious celebrity guest was Jessica Frangipan Foster Q. Our stunning sound engineer was Joe Waffle Walker. Special thanks for adding silliness to Robin Macaroon Morgan. This podcast was produced by Amanda Red Velvet Redman. I've been your master baker, Jess Rockcakes Robinson. Bye-bye, my little muffin top. You've had Fun. I'm knackered now. Oh, me too. Same. Why are you? At least we have a lion tomorrow. No, we don't. Excuse me? What? We don't have a lion tomorrow. Hang on a minute. Who died and made you in charge of the alarm clock? Yeah, it's my alarm clock, Michael. I'm well aware of that, Robert. So why aren't we allowed a lion? Do none of you check the shared calendar? We have a shared calendar. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, I didn't know about it either. Rob, is it any wonder it's such a struggle organising this shambles of a podcast? How you test me! Wait, are we talking about the Channing Tatum calendar that you keep under your pillow? Because I didn't know we shared that. Jess! It's quite hard to share since you take it to bed with you each night. Jess! And all of the pages are stuck together. That, that's blue tack. The online shared calendar is on the internet, in the cloud. You're talking absolute bollocks. You've just made no sense whatsoever. How have none of you heard of this? It's an office-based revolution. It's colour-coded, for God's sake. We're not a bunch of incels, Michael. Now stop stalling and tell me why we're not allowed a lion. Because we've all got shifts as bin men tomorrow at the crack of dawn. What? We're bin men tomorrow morning. The council's making us work to pay for all the damages we've done to people's property in this series. That is amazing. I've always wanted to do that. Really? Yeah, I love crushing stuff. Right, come on, boys, early night. We've all got a very exciting day tomorrow. <laughs> <sighs>